Hello, good evening everybody. This is the 24th of August. Almost the 25th. Yep, it is late in the evening. We had a very full day today, so that's why we're doing this. Trying to put it in between the laundry we need to do for tonight. What time did we get back? I don't even remember. It's probably like 10.45. 10.45, yeah. And then we started laundry. Which yep. we knew we had to do all day. Mm-hmm. So it's going to yeah. maybe be an even later night yeah. than what it is right now. So which we got, sucks because every one of these days has been so jam-packed with stuff to do. Yeah. We've been really exhausted. Or I feel very exhausted already. But we wanted to talk about all the things we did today. So here we are. What does that mean? Probably. They just got a text message or something. <laughs> yeah. So... Today, what we did was we did some snorkeling to look for sea turtles, and then we went to the Polynesian Cultural Center, which essentially is like an Epcot for Polynesia. And those what those if people are... don't know what Epcot is? <laughs> They're losers. Just kidding. Epcot is a theme park at Disney that essentially takes you through different cultures such as China, France, what have you, Morocco, etc, etc. So this, the, it, is it a theme park or more like a park in general? It goes through different Polynesian what, cultures. What is this? Are you talking about this? The place that we went to, the Pol Polynesian Cultural Center. Yeah. We just said the setting. Yep. So this is, Bea has sort of given you a very quick recap of the day mm -hmm. sort of in the order of how it happened yep yeah so but anyway so we started the day got up later than we thought we were gonna we thought we were gonna get up and go for a run at leonard to leonard's again which does the malasados mm -hmm. uh just decided to sleep in yeah sleep in i knew just based on the way things were going, that it was going to be a long day. Mm -hmm. And here we are, it's 11.24pm, and we're waiting for a dryer to finish. We have maybe like 10 minutes before Bea has to go down. Mm -hmm. and sharing this laundry room in this hotel with who knows who, who I don't know who. <laughs> yeah. It's a competition to get laundry done. And trying to sleep at a good time. At midnight is ridiculous. <laughs> And, feels just and like college, it wouldn't, right? This would not be happening either if I had clothes, but I packed light. Yeah. So I always intended to do laundry, yeah. but being that this schedule for today was out of my control, as is the lack of clean clothes to wear, here we are. Yeah, that is the downside to minimalist packing. Yeah. I mean, it's the downside to having a full itinerary that takes you to 10 o'clock at night and then you have to drive home. Mm hmm But. I think it's worth it. That's that's what you do to get the most out of your vacation. I think. Especially when we fly all the way out here. It's one thing if we were just driving not too far from home, right? As the saying goes, on vacation you don't relax. <laughs> you yeah. just get more stressed out and then go home and then have double the work to do. Yep. But anyway, um, yeah, we got up in the morning, probably 8 o'clock, I don't know. It was probably 7 o'clock, and then we went and got coffee mm -hmm. at the ABC store. I got myself another Spam Masubi. Bea's family is um, addicted to Spam, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and they okay. raved about it. They love raving about Spam. And I'm just in the background like, no. <laughs> but... Um, I'm glad everyone has something that they really like. Yeah. Um, so close. It's, it's an easy thing. You guys have made a lot of comments about how a lot of this is so close to, like, being like the Philippines. Yeah. Which is probably very a really homey. heartwarming thing to experience. Yeah. Especially when you, you have to fly this far. Mm-hmm. You know? It'd be it's different if we went far. to, like, it'd be different if we went to, like, I don't know, Brazil or something. Yeah. And like, it's not as far as the full Philippines, so it's strangely, like... Really, it's, close it's like to halfway. Home. It has to. I mean, our flight was like fourteen hours, right? That, well, that so I guess bad. what I mean is halfway between continental United States and more or less Asia, which is Philippines. Yeah, I guess so. But 
anyway, we got our coffee, and everyone was packing up, yeah. and we were gonna. So, our plan was to go see sea turtles. Mm-hmm. Th- there As Bea put it yesterday, she wanted to become a turtle. <laughs> I think she did. I don't I know. I think she that. successfully grew her shell. <laughs> there are two things I told my sister that I wanted to do on this Hawaii vacation. I wanted to see sea turtles. And then the other one was I really wanted to do that hike that required kayaking to. Oh, the... we're supposed to do We're doing it on Thursday. Yep. The Chinaman hat. Uh, by the way, we did not we did not call it that. We nope. are not responsible for that awful name. Nope. Just want to say. Yes, it's also it's officially like known. It's called that in textbooks, basically. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's officially known it's as Macaulay. Oh yeah, I mean it has another name that yeah. no one calls it. Yeah. But those were my two goals, and we. So today was a search, an initial search for a sea turtle, because my sister was telling me just that she search, thinks... Just a search, because, yeah. My sister told me overall that we should be able to see a sea turtle doing a do-it-yourself kind of thing, and she was like, if we definitely don't find one, that's when we would book a tour. And I was like, found's fair. There's tons of beaches to search from. So we initially started the day going to Turtle Cove, where we were told that... Turtle Cove? I think that's what it's called. Or Turtle Bay, what? something like that. I don't the initial know. Be- beach we went to. I didn't know it had a name. Yeah. It seemed just like any other beach that yeah. was on the north shore of Oahu. Yeah. So, that beach actually, when we arrived there, it was. It was 10 like a 90 minute drive. Mm-hmm. And we left around 8 30, yeah. I'm guessing. So, we got there around 10 o'clock, yeah. and there were no turtles on the beach, according we to the people up there. The beach. <laughs> now, not on the beach. Yeah. But a couple that was standing, like, kind of waiting. In they the were water. swimming in the ocean near the shoreline. They were pointing and looking. They were like, oh, what are they looking at? And then we noticed, oh, they said that it was a sea turtle. Mm-hmm. But it was, like, the shadow of a sea turtle because it was under the water. It was, like, an animal crossing shadow. Yeah. <laughs> All you could see was the shadow and then, like, in the water. And, like, this surfer or pedal boarder yeah, was coming was... in, and she had no idea this sea turtle was there. Yeah, and, and she was so freaked out. I think out. she bumped it or something. Yeah. Because she was like, what's going on? Yeah. Because the sea turtle was right mm-hmm. near her. It was. Which was completely coincidental. Yeah. Because um, you really aren't supposed to touch the sea turtles at all. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. But these are sea turtles, like, from Finding Nemo. <laughs> Crush. Yeah. Or Squirt. Yeah, so... Um, that we were told that they tended to go on the beach from 11 to 1 p.m. But we were like, well, We were there a little early. We were there a little early and we couldn't wait um, yeah. just to be there. Because we had another snorkeling place we wanted to go to. Yep, we moved on. So we moved on. And the next snorkeling place we did, went to was Shark's Cove. Yeah, it's called Shark's Cove. Apparently there's I a didn't different... see any sharks. No, no, no. <laughs> I was looking for them. You were? Yeah, I would. I mean, as I was going a little bit further out, and the water's a little deeper, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. It wasn't deep enough that I couldn't see the bottom. Yeah. Um, like I saw the bottom perfectly fine. Yeah. I was looking for octopuses too. Octopi. It's octopuses. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. So this cove in particular, it is pretty it's supposedly good for all ages because there are different parts of the water area that you don't need to swim in at all. The first challenge was just getting down there, because mm-hmm. the area is what I would say is made up a lot of pretty sharp reef rocks. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about how the ocean over time would create these sort of jagged and also like perforated almost like edges of mm-hmm. these rocks. Yeah. So even just touching with your hand I got a little. I got a few cuts on my hands yeah. just from the waves pushing me into the rocks because yeah. you lose your balance. Yeah, a lot. the waves themselves are really strong. That even in the shallow parts, now, they weren't like knocking you over, but it was hard to stand. Yeah, it because would, of the rocks. It would throw your balance off definitely. So, yeah, if you were trying to swim, it would push you around. Yeah, but it wasn't like big wave type yeah. thing, which. I want to know. Is, you talked about pipeline something. Is oh, that the, where Banza, the biggest bonsai pipeline? Yeah. Yeah, so that's where, like, the biggest waves mm-hmm. are where... Where people surfers, surf and stuff. Like, legit competition-type mm-hmm. stuff, right? Yeah. Because I never... I, we never saw those types of waves. Yeah, yeah. Which, I'd be interested to see that, honestly. <laughs> Just because I've never seen a wave that is, like, 
more than like six feet high. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But anyway, we decided to go snorkeling in this place, Shark's mm-hmm. Cove. Yeah. So you could re- immediately see fish in the shallow parts that were nice Just and everywhere. colorful. Mm-hmm. F- fish everywhere. Yeah, right? we saw some. Some angel of them fish were like. And- um, a little too comfortable, <laughs> like, swimming <laughs> to next people. to people. And I yeah. was just, like, looking straight at them, and they were looking straight at me, it and kind I was of, like, it kind of freaked what do you me want, out? man? What do you want? It kind of freaked me out on how close they'd be, too. I was like, why are you so close? Are you trying to nibble on me? I know. <laughs> I don't know. They, yeah. And they weren't, they weren't that small, either, so maybe no. they were just a little more, um, courageous. Yeah, they were, like, the size, the length of my, reckless. my forearm. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. But, um... And Big then, silver fish. Yeah, and then... But they were like rainbow fish, mm-hmm. striped fish, Baltimore Oriole fish. <laughs> That's what they looked like. Cole was really, really nice looking. orange and black color. Mm-hmm. Like, actually, I, I saw it and I was like, wow, that's actually amazing. Yeah. It's just like a Baltimore Oriole. Yeah. Which is funny. And the, this is a type of cover, like I said, initially it was like shallow and you could stand and stuff on it. And as you swim deeper out, there were sea urchins too. And there were sea urchins there. All of these rocks, Mm -hmm. which they were sort of nestled inside these like perforations. Mm -hmm. So you're not likely to step on them, but you can still get your toe in there by accident. So though half of our party did not have water shoes and survived doing that. (laughs) Yeah. Water shoes are recommended. I would, yeah, you wore your Chacos. Mm-hmm. Like, they weren't water shoes. They weren't the most perfect things ever. I mean, you're not as worried as I was. Yeah. Like, I, every time I put my foot down on a rock, I was just, like, really mm-hmm. carefully looking at the... Yeah. Um, at the... At the rock. Yeah. Because I had... A, we both... We, everyone, more or less, had snorkeling goggles on and could mm-hmm. see pretty well. It was yeah. easy to see underwater. So when it comes to Shark's Cove, reading up on it, they say no sharks, so... There's an element of, okay, I feel safe around here. But once you get to the deeper parts of this cove, I was like, this kind of freaks me out. So I would constantly go, like, deep back in, deep back in, because I was like, I need to yeah. feel safe. That being said, there were tons of snorkelers there, like, that were super far out. So I was like, well, I think this is okay. Yeah, it was kind same, of same, similar situation as same before. Same theory as yeah. our first day. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I was enjoying just going everywhere. Yeah. Just, I got comfortable finally with breathing through the snorkel. Yeah, you too, definitely did. I was surprised on how. The only thing is, I was sort of maybe clenching the mouthpiece a little too hard because mm-hmm. my jaw was really sore. Yeah. But like, in order to make sure I wasn't getting letting water in, I just was afraid that like that would happen. Okay. Bea is telling me we should take a quick break, so we'll be back after we do some laundry stuff. All right. Pause. Okay, we're back. Yay! I didn't hear the sound effect. <laughs> Things are in the dryer now, so I can relax. <laughs> yeah, this is a bigger nightmare than it should have been. Yeah, feels like college laundry. Yeah. Cool stuff. Yeah, that's so fine. So Bay just went downstairs to do a whole washer-dryer fiasco. It's like everything is taken. Mm-hmm. And then you find out that there's a dryer that someone just hasn't been back to get their clothes for who knows how long. Yeah. This is not something we should be dealing with right now, but... Yeah. No, that's anyway, okay. That's back okay. to... Back to fishies at Shark Cove. Fishies, yeah. <laughs> Shark's Cove. Yeah, so Cole was swimming like a fish and feeling super comfortable with snorkeling, which is awesome, because he didn't feel that way when he first started. Meanwhile, me, like, my snorkel... Uh, what do you call that? The snorkel mask, it kept fogging up, and sometimes it was leaking, and I was like, ugh. So I kept going back and forth from shallow to deep, shallow to deep. And then I was like, you know what? I think I'm, I think I'm done. I'm going to go back. So I started heading back and my mom was like, oh, did you see the sea turtle? How'd your mom know? Because she heard other people people talking about the sea turtle. I was like, oh no, where is it? And she was like, oh, in that direction. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you I know. I think I was over there too. Yeah. Because no, I was you, over there before you went over there. But you didn't go that far out. I, I was think. probably. Because a I was off. because I was telling you, I was like, let's try over there. <laughs> yeah, you did say to go that way. Maybe yeah. that's when I went over there. I, that's exactly when you went over there. Mm-hmm. So and I, then I saw. I looked back and saw you, and you were like gesturing. Yeah. 
So, I'm sure you're not surprised by the fact that we're saying this. But we saw a sea turtle in the water. (laughs) So, um... Not just like a shadow in the water that people told us was a sea turtle. No, we We saw saw it. I mean, swam right next to it. Yeah. It was like, it looked like it was like grazing on the rocks or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know what sea turtles actually eat. Yeah, no, it was so cool. Just one sea turtle. It was about, how big would you say it was? Kind of the same size as the one we saw on Saturday, pretty much. Yeah, but That probably. one we didn't swim with. This one we got to swim with. Yeah. So Cole was super far out. Meanwhile, I was like... Yeah, there's a looking. video of me swimming into a friend, <laughs> too. So Thea had her phone, and she was taking some videos. Yeah. And, and in the, one of the videos, I'm just, like, sort of faintly coming into him. <laughs> <laughs> and these are horribly taken videos. It's hard to... Yeah, you're swimming. One, I'm swimming. And holding your phone. And holding my phone. And iPhones aren't even that good. Waves. Like, to press buttons with iPhones oh, underwater. Oh, it's impossible. I mean, the Apple difficult. Watch has water mode. Mm-hmm. Because it, like, detects the electron... The, the electro... Whatever. Yeah. The, the salts in the water, basically. Anyway, so I was just, like, kind of chilling on the rocks because I was in an area where I could stand on the rocks while Cole was super far out. And I was like, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna sit here for a little bit and follow him. And then I like, and then I saw a little movement in the corner of my eye. And at first I was like, Oh, is that a stingray? I'm afraid. Oh yeah, you said you thought it was a stingray. <laughs> yeah. And, and then like, when I looked, I was like, That's not a stingray. <gasps> it's a shell. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, because it's, it's, it's a white thing. Mm-hmm. I would be pretty freaked out if it was a stingray. Yeah. Honestly. I was about to swim away. Like, yeah. and trying to be like, I'm heading back as you were going well, further out. You're probably out. more easily spooked than me. Yeah, I'm definitely easily spooked. But then when I took a second look, I was like, oh. It's like, there he is. There, there it is. This is why we came here. Mm-hmm. But, so, did Bianca see it? Yeah. So she went out yeah, and got eventually, it Yeah, because eventually, yeah, because eventually I got. It was like, we had gotten back to shore, which... Mm-hmm. Like we said, it's kind of like a rocky mm-hmm. um, cove of we had plans, and, all and we and there were plans already to go to the Polynesian Cultural Center, which was and, supposed to be around twelve thirty or, four, or one o'clock. And mm-hmm. at that point, it was around twelve. Yeah, so we were like, okay, and we need to start heading back. back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the only people that saw it was Bay and me. And then Bianca. And so Bianca, not only did she go out, she had her underwater GoPro, mm-hmm. so she got more video. Of mm-hmm. it, Very which clear, is, good Yeah, footage. much better video, but mm-hmm. the video doesn't have me in it, so it's not, <laughs> not as fun. I know, some of the clips you'd see Cole in his new chubbies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a new swimsuit yeah. that is also responsible for some of my yeah. thigh sunburn. Because <laughs> my thighs never see sun like that. Yeah. It's funny because... Um, Today, I was yeah, debating was not... was an issue for me today. Yeah, yesterday night when Yank was telling me about snorkeling, I was like, you know, I think I might pass. My my forehead feels very raw. It's very sunburned. My shoulders feel very Which sunburned. Which doesn't really sunburn? It's a rash. It's just very sensitive. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what the difference yeah. is, but you always call it a rash. Yeah, but Bianca tells me, she, she, but she told me last night, she was like, but Bea... We could see sea turtles here. Like, we could actually see sea turtles. Yeah. And I was like... I was also... I felt yeah. that way where I was like... I'm not going to not go. Yeah. I told you this morning, I was like, I'm, like, sunburn-wise, feel crappy, but mm-hmm. I can't miss on this thing that I might never do, ever. Yeah. At least for a long time. Yeah. And it happened, and it was so great. It was so good. I actually, like, the Bahamas was a little more adventure because we got in a boat, and we mm-hmm. went out to the reef. Mm-hmm. And that was my first time doing it, too. Yeah. So it was, like, you know, wide-eyed like kid sort of experience of like wow this is amazing yeah and you were getting really pro without snorkel you would just like dive in the water <laughs> oh in the bahamas no here yeah i tried it a couple times here but yeah. the way the masks and the my lungs feel like they're just like bursting suffocating i mean mm-hmm. I, I can't get any air movement whatsoever now i can't even blow bubbles out mm-hmm. i could but yeah i was i was actually i was trying i was trying it out because mm-hmm. i wanted to see if i could do it but there was nothing to, like, there was nothing that was invisible at a certain depth mm-hmm. where I could, I, I could see the bottom, so I had no reason to actually go deeper. Mm-hmm. Now, if it had been, like, something underneath, like, a, sh- a reef, and I was like, oh, go look underneath, you can see, yeah. you know, an octopus or something, I'd be like, oh, I'm going down yeah. and I'm checking that out. And you thought sure. you saw an octopus, right? Well, I don't know what it was. It was just a differently colored 
thing that was on the reef. Yeah. And sometimes octopuses are really smart and can camouflage. Yeah, that's true. But they also tend to hang out, like, under stuff. They mm-hmm. don't usually sit on top of rocks or reefs. Yeah. So I was also looking underneath and like, yeah. anything down there, any eels, anything. Mm-hmm. What was... So, there's a lot of people there, too. There was a lot of people. It wasn't just, like, us. It but was pretty... Wh- Packed, but when we say a lot of people, it isn't to the point where I feel like it was hard to swim in. I still no. felt like we saw a lot of no, fish, and it felt very. Space to put it honestly felt very and... private enough that sometimes when I looked around, I was like, yeah. "Oh, you can do your own thing." At mm-hmm. one point, I bumped into someone's uh, flippers, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh no," because they hit me in the shoulder. And yeah. I was like, "Oh man, I just hit like a reef or something." Because <laughs> I like honestly was trying to be as wary as possible for sea urchins. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want anyone peeing on me. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly. Yeah. But, yeah, we did it. We found the sea turtle. We have video video footage. We've got... um, So check on the bucket list done. Other things about Shark's Cove that weren't really my priority, but Bianca was so excited to show us, is there are little tunnels in the Shark's Cove area you could swim through. It's dangerous. Oh, and, like, Nick and Aaron both got, like, cuts on their ankles and feet. Oh, I also got a cut. Oh, you did? Mm Mm-hmm, right here. Oh, that's not too bad. (laughs) They had, like, I mean, they needed Band-Aids. Yeah. Because, like, these rocks are sharp. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, I talked about that on on Saturday or whatever. Because I just kicked the reef. It was so high up. Or I should say it was shallow, right? Yeah. Um, But... Yeah, I was so happy that we did that. Yeah, yeah. because so. of the sea turtle would recommend. Sharks yeah. Cove. The fish are also very cool. You're always kind of gambling. You mm-hmm. don't know for sure if you're going to see something or not. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad it worked out. Yeah, the fish were really cool regardless. Oh, there were yeah, tons yeah. of I was enjoying very just colorful sort of, fish. I saw like you know a, a school of fish at mm-hmm. one point. And I was like, ooh, I'm a dolphin. I'm going to trap them. I'm going to jump out of the water. A couple of times I was seeing them jump out of the water, too. You know how like, oh, a school wow. official does that sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's such a fun experience to go snorkeling in this cool, uh, this, like, you know, um, translucent blue ocean. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's great. Yeah. Shark's Cove, what's nice about it as a beach, too, it has a public changing bathroom as well as public showers, which makes such a big difference, in my opinion. I do not take that for granted. Yeah. You can go in there and change, Mm -hmm. which we did. And get your feet not sandy. You can rinse off, and, I mean, you guys are using soap, (laughs) cleaning up. Yeah. What a difference that makes. But the parking's a nightmare, so... It, it wasn't the worst case scenario it could be, but it wasn't fun at all. And my dad was, yeah. The parking was not good. Yeah, yeah my dad was. We all, we all got in a van. We should say we rented a van. Mm-hmm. So all seven of us in one vehicle. Yeah. So it worked out too, I think. Yeah. Good choice. Yeah. My dad was a trooper and did but all the driving and did all the parking. Speaking of vans and driving, we decided to continue our journey to what was, um, based on yesterday's conversation, what I thought was going to be a luau mm-hmm. um, but I mean I didn't really know I thought like oh I thought we were going to like a beach and we mm-hmm. had this whole like sort of teaching us about it yeah. wasn't it was yeah. they would call it Epcot from Disney or Bianca was calling it that too mm-hmm. so I mean as far as like it being like a little amusement park type thing with its mm-hmm. own little canal in the middle where you could actually go canoeing with people yeah. And each of these Polynesian islands was represented by the different customs. Mm-hmm. So you would get... As an example, like, things that were music. part of the Epcot were Samoa. Yeah, we would look see fire dancing. So music. these are Polynesian islands. Yeah, like Samoa, including Hawaii. Fiji, Hawaii, yeah. Tonga. Tonga, yeah. Tonga. And these are islands, some of which are very close to um, New Zealand. Mm-hmm. So, Pacific Islands, right? Yeah. But um, did you want to play any of these sounds that we captured while oh, we were yeah. there? This is Cole's so favorite. So our opening... <laughs> it might be hard to hear. If you don't know what that is, it's a flute. But more importantly... It's a nose flute. This guy is playing a flute with his nose. 
I have never seen such a Squidward thing in my entire <laughs> life. <laughs> I had to. It was a fun. It, it, it was, was so great. So strange. Yeah. And it was like this guy was like seriously playing the flute with his nose. <laughs> yeah. That was so. So funny. I played this out of order. Some of the clips I got, but I thought that was just hilarious. Yeah. So uh, let me grab my phone. I have notes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, we, sorry for so, the chair noise. Yeah, so, the Polynesian Culture Center, it's very cool, I would recommend it. It is like an Epcot, it's like an Epcot for the Polynesian Islands. You can download an app for it, because it shows which you all the different, it has the map, and, and all the different events, which you can add, like, have an add function to a schedule. So you could yeah, actually you can follow through. Yeah, you can schedule an itinerary. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then, then it helps you figure out on the map where you need to go. Yeah. So different things you can do are obviously the history. It's very well built. Yeah. Like a theme or an amusement like a, mm-hmm. park. It's built out, but it has all of the different, like, art and statues and mm-hmm. sort of uh, what you would expect to see. And I like these Polynesian cultures yeah. as far as, like, building styles and that mm-hmm. kind of thing, which is cool. Yeah. And they'd have presentations based on, like, history or customs and culture. They had activities you could do, like basket weaving. Oh, uh, we didn't do that we stuff. We didn't do that. Um, we mostly were doing presentations. Mm-hmm. Which were so, very entertaining. What was the first clip you had to play? Well, Fiji? we do started Fiji. Fiji. So you're hearing this. They describe this as like. Yeah, so we started off with Fiji, which is a pre- It wasn't like the first thing we sat down for. We just had just walked in and mm-hmm. walked in and we were like seeing them play the percussion instruments, doing their chanting mm-hmm. and singing and harmonizing. I think the presentation that this was based on was like essentially celebratory and marriage. Mar- marriage. Yeah. yeah. There was narration, mm-hmm. um, and that was sort of the way each of these presentations was done, was someone was yeah. narrating in English. Yeah. And then they had a lot of their own native tongue. Yeah. Um, and they showed, the like... the actual, like, rituals and customs that they showed off. Mm-hmm. And in this one, they in particular, they showed the different changes through time. I remember when yeah, they did outside outfit changes yeah, after Western influence. Was, everyone was dressed um, in traditional, and in some cases, modern um, attire for their culture. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of showing the difference between the way they it was done in older, I don't know, I don't want to say ancient times, but like older. hundreds of years ago yeah. versus like in the past 200 years. Mm-hmm. But um, our first official presentation was a Hawaiian um, hula. Mm-hmm. And there was a guy who was up on stage singing at the beginning. So I think we have a sound clip for that. Yeah. sure what you were supposed to hear there but it was editing this, these clips as best as she could but um while we were waiting a guy was playing ukulele, ukulele yeah. and um singing he's just singing and entertaining us yeah. while we waited for the dancers to come mm-hmm. i learned a lot yeah he was entertaining and this is how it was pretty much the whole time yeah everyone was very entertaining. but one of the things i learned was the the misconception about the Hawaiian hula, mm-hmm. which isn't really women in grass skirts. That's Tahiti. Oh, yes. Which yeah. We didn't see any official thing for that until the end. Mm-hmm. But you, it basically what he said was, oh, you know how when people say, like, Hawaiian dancer, hula dancer, they have the woman in the grass skirt mm. whose hips shake? Yeah. It's like, that's, that's not, not actually Hawaiian, yeah. nor is it hula. Yeah. Um, it's actually Tahiti and their dance, which I don't know the name of. I don't know either. 
but Hawaiian hula dancing is a lot more like sort of hand and feet motions that mm-hmm. are used to um, the gestures in themselves are like a poetry mm-hmm. in in that their culture passed stories to one another they didn't have written language yeah. mm-hmm. so they were using or oral history essentially that's what yeah. it's called right yeah and I mean like because the Norse had a similar um, history of yeah. like passing down stories mm-hmm. through the tongue like verbal yeah. poetry type stuff yeah but for Hawaiians they not only they had the way they told their stories the way they would tell their stories but they used hula dancing mm-hmm. to represent sort of um, what you would consider um, some setting or yeah. uh, symbol or metaphor. Yeah, it was kind of beautiful the way that it essentially turned out because I was like, wow, this is the physical, it's almost, it's not, an, it's not a haiku. And the reason why I think of haikus is because it's associated with, tends to be associated with nature. And that's kind of what Haikus? He was, yeah. Modern haikus aren't like that. It's more of a structure, but before it felt very related to environment and nature the way it was you know, I feel like the old ones were so that was essentially what hula started off as is the way the different gestures and the different uh, symbolism they used with their actions would be things that are like related to rain related to oh, yeah. the water so the like, beginning of the presentation yeah. the uh, narrator was like he asked everyone in the audience to use your hands to make a gesture that you think represents rain. Mm-hmm. And then everyone sort of did, like, the, you know, fingers in the air going... Yeah. Fingers in the air, sort of waving all of your fingers together. Yeah. Um, going down like it's sprinkling from the sky type thing. Yeah. And then he was like, well, that's a good example of, like, the types of gestures that are used to yeah. represent certain ideas or metaphors. And that they use in... That they can use in hula dancing. Yes, but yeah. there's more. There's feet yeah. movement. Mm-hmm. There's hand movement. Yes. There's. Um, it's not sign language. It's. There's just chanting. There's, there's a lot of chanting mm-hmm. as well. So mm-hmm. they, I mean, uh, we couldn't possibly recreate what yeah. the chanting sounded like. Yeah. But it's. Uh, I mean. It's chanting. I guess yeah. I don't know. I don't have a better. Yeah. Description for it. Mm-hmm. All right, but that was Hawaii. It was very good. That was the Hawaiian yeah. uh, section. And then the next one we did was Samoa. I did not have Was any... it Samoa? Yeah. Yes, it was. That was great. That was <laughs> the best one. It... But the next one after that was also very good. Yeah. Samoa was pretty much stand-up comedy, but educational. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you walk in and sit down for all of these, and the it starts off sort of this guy's telling you, like, so in Hawaii a lot of pretty much everywhere you're going people say aloha mm-hmm. I mean it, it sounds kind of cheesy or corny but mm-hmm. that's that's what happens you walk in they say aloha and for them to say thank you they say mahalo mm-hmm. so you hear that a lot and so they said in Samoa we don't say aloha we say talofa mm-hmm. and, then, and then they're getting everyone in the audience everyone say talofa and then <laughs> they're like oh that's terrible say it again and then you have to like a little more uh, enthusiasm yeah. on the next talk the next everyone track. was terrible we even got it oh. <laughs> everyone would always be like that was terrible like all of our presenters I kind of appreciated it. They're like, it <laughs> shame, kind of, negative reinforcement. It kind of reminded me of what I learned in residency in terms of women pushing. It's like, Medical. never tell anyone <laughs> that they're doing good unless they're when, actually when they're doing good. Doing well, yeah. If they're doing terrible, just tell them. Or just don't say it. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, they, they, the guy, so, the guy, I don't remember, his, oh, his name his is Cap. Cap. Yeah. K-A-P. Yeah. And, like, everyone on stage was, like, this buff, like, bronze, mm-hmm. you know, like, Pacific Islander, you know, yeah. looking guy, like, straight out of, like, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, I mean, like, archetype. Not yeah, as big. The two, guys, the two guys were not like that, actually. They no, were, I'm yeah. just saying, like, the, I mean, you could tell, like, how, like, just how good of how, how fit these guys yeah. were. Um, yeah. And so, like, before going in it, we knew that they were going to be fired and coconut tree climbing. Yeah. <laughs> but 
really it was 25 minutes of this guy giving us his best stand-up routine mm-hmm. <laughs> and he just <laughs> and, and trying to be educational talking about, oh he was super educational yeah talked about um the importance of the coconut tree mm-hmm. and so many different things right yeah. like very i would say like native american used mm-hmm. the entire thing mm-hmm. uh, philosophy yeah um he showed us how to make it into a q-tip <laughs> and then at the same time on the other side it's floss and yeah. it's our toothpick he said yeah and then this is just like the leaf of the coconut tree yeah he was and then he was about. like and you could use it to wipe your butt <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah oh whenever he was like when everyone else was running out of toilet paper during covid we just had our coconut tree leaves <laughs> then you could just burn it when you're done you yeah oh but don't flush it you just burn it <laughs> and then they legitimately started a fire using friction to then it, burn the coconut nuts. It was almost a magic trick because Cole and I were cool. like, we awesome. could not see a flame, but you we see knew the guys it. like sort of hunched over, like yeah. rubbing really quickly on mm-hmm. this wood. Yeah, to create, it's probably like it's probably, heat, just mm-hmm. to create enough heat for the dry Husks, coconut husk to or start. Fibers, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And this guy is just like using fire, mm-hmm. I mean, in a way that you would think that at any point he'd be burning himself, mm-hmm. but. He just made it look easy, right? Yeah. My highlights for his jokes. One is him saying that he'd rather have one functional ab versus six non-functional abs. Yeah, like I said, these guys were, like, pretty good shape, right? And I just love how he was, like, flexing his pecs. Yeah, he was doing that very, like, um, Terry Crews, like, old Spice commercial dude. Yeah. (laughs) Um... Which is really funny, yeah. but hey, yeah. after all of that, and yeah. we got to see him pretty much playing with fire. Yeah. But like before that, they climbed the coconut tree for yeah. us in front of everybody. It was so fast. And they were like just hanging out up there. They yeah. got up there and they're like, oh, we're just up here now. Yeah. <laughs> but man, they would slide down the tree. Oh gosh, yeah. And to do that, their feet are staying like they're bare hands, a, no gloves. No shoes. They had, like, this um, harness for their feet. Oh, they did. So that their feet would stay together. Oh, yeah. But it was 100% just all hands and feet friction mm-hmm. holding them up. Yeah. So in order to get down the tree and to break themselves from going down too fast, mm-hmm. their feet and their hands are literally yeah. sliding yeah. down the side of a coconut yeah. tree. And you, you see this, and all I could think was, how are their feet able to handle that much friction mm-hmm. and speed, like... Yeah. And then I was, and then of course the next thing they did was the fire um, tossing, and yeah. like they had like a, a, it's like a stick, a pole or a stick that has fire on both, both sides, ends. and they're mm-hmm. twirling it. Yeah. And. And that, at one point. The magic trick at the end is that he had fire on his feet. No, uh, he straight up took this. He got on his back and put his feet up, and then put the fire stick on both of his feet. So his feet were literally touching holding the up ends the of the fire. fire. And yeah. it's just like this guy has shoes for feet. Like his mm-hmm. feet are yeah. invulnerable. Yeah. Clearly. It's crazy. And I'm sitting there like my feet just like fall apart from like the <laughs> Cole has baby smallest skin amount feet. of abrasion. Yeah. Cole has baby skin in general. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And Bea has the feet of a Samoan. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, I, I probably could have done <laughs> yeah. this in a different life. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Just need better arm strength. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that was really cool. That guy mm-hmm. was really fun. Yeah. And then the last thing we did before our scheduled buffet time mm-hmm. was going to Tonga, where because it was, a, it was advertised as a drum routine. So here's... back the nose flute because it was fine this was the nose flute was part of Tonga to- Cole totally would have done the nose flute I do the nose flute uh, without the flute itself <laughs> <laughs> here's so the here's drum. some drums yeah Is there anything here? 
Oh, and like all of these drummers love to end their drumming um, pattern with shaving a haircut two bit. Wait, now that I think about it, you're right. Like, they always like to end their oh, uh, I feel routine bad. that way. You're right. This is a Samoan one. Yeah, because yeah. that one had like the steel in it. Yeah, the more I thought about it, I was like, wait. Okay, right. so we don't have anything for the Tonga drama here. We do, I just didn't oh, end here. So this one was also very entertaining, the Tonga. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know what we were getting into. It was called like Heartbeat or something. Yeah, it's some form of drama. But it was a lot of like sort of ritual type stuff for women is what it would be for. And mm-hmm. um, so they, they had like three volunteers come up and these three to essentially learn how to play the drum in a way oh man they were like the it was like an improv show because the volunteers (laughs) that came up were probably more entertaining just from being goofy guys yeah than even the hosts it was great (laughs) yeah it was pretty fun yeah i I don't even want to describe it in too much detail because i don't think i would do it justice (laughs) it was very funny at one point the guy was like doing his little dance and, like, um, vocals, like, chanting. Yeah. And he brings up, like, Who Let the Dogs Out. And then, like, the drummers in the background started doing the Who Let the Dogs Out beat. It yeah. was just all complete. It seemed like it was the whole thing was completely unplanned. Yeah, it, it, all, it almost seemed like the whole like, thing. It was like, whose line is it anyway? Like, where you're like, yeah. how did this come together so It was well? almost like it was all staged, but I knew all those people were actual just tourists because I saw them on their way out. Yeah, and these are just, like, dudes they pull out of the audience. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. pretty funny. Yeah, it was pretty good. That was a lot of fun. Um, and, then, and then I'd said earlier before the podcast, it seemed like there were either the ripped guys or the guys that are, like, Hurley from Lost. They're just, like, these <laughs> big guys, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I just thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, reflecting on it. There was no, like, beanpole, like, <laughs> body types at yeah. this, uh, at this yeah. culture or center. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Yeah. But... Yeah. yeah, after that, um, after that we were going to try to go canoeing, but, but that, that didn't work out for us. We didn't have time. Yeah, it's definitely, I see why people would say, like, you should, if you go, so I think these tickets are a little over a hundred bucks to get per to, person, per person oh, wow. to go to this convention, but obviously it's almost Epcot style entertainment with mm-hmm. that buffet at the end and that show at the end we watched. Yeah, I don't so know if all those were required or they were part of a tech package deal i'm not sure seemed like you could just pick and choose mm-hmm. and... yeah but yeah after we did our um final i mean it was around five o'clock and mm-hmm. i was like okay let's all go to the buffet yeah so we all went to the buffet we tried different food. so many different options mm-hmm. which i guess i won't we must have skipped lunch during this podcast we didn't talk about it but like after we were at the beach we got lunch So then, now we're going to get the buffet. It must have been maybe four hours later. (laughs) And then we're suddenly, we go from, like... Because I was full after lunch. Yeah. And then just, like, let's fill ourselves even more. (laughs) But the food is great, Mm -hmm. honestly. You just get little bits and pieces. So much of Bea's food. Bea's people's food. (laughs) Like, actually, for real. Like, Ponset was there. Ponset was there. Chicken adobo, which wasn't, like... It was just, like, fried chicken. It wasn't really It was, like, yeah, it was more, like, fried chicken. (laughs) But, um... Cole tried papaya. Their papaya, papaya, papaya was great. good. I like yeah. mm-hmm. Didn't care for dragon fruit. Not I don't think. As I feel like tasty. every time I've had dragon fruit, I also haven't cared. I don't know if we ate it. it right. It tastes like non-sweet kiwi. It has the consistency of no kiwi flavor. with no flavor. Yeah, that's what I've noticed. The huh. dragon fruit. I, I must probably, be missing something there. I think I just don't get the right dragon fruit. That's all. Yeah. The other thing we tried, which was during the um, presentations, I guess, was poi. Oh yes. Which I don't know how to describe. It's like a starchy paste. Yeah. It's, like, made of taro or red fruit? What's it called? No. Lule or something? They have different names for it in Mm -hmm. in their cultures. Yeah. The poi itself was fine. It was, like, wet potato paste. It essentially feels like something old people would eat. I would not. I ate it, and I was like, this is not good the way it's... I mean, I was, like, eating it off a wooden stick. Like a serve, like a sample yeah. serving. It was tiny. She said you should eat it with meat. So I assume what it is, yeah. it's almost like a porridge style. It must be, like, some savory porridge kind of thing. That, yeah, I was yeah. thinking, like, oh, this would be good with gravy. Because I'm an idiot. And I'm like, <laughs> I gotta put gravy in my potatoes. Like. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so we all had, our, we got, like, a 
pineapple coconut drink and you mm-hmm. walk in. Yeah. I think your family, for the most part, kept their coconuts, right? I, I think my mom and my sister did. Okay, because uh, we were like, ah, we're not taking that. It's yeah. more to bring on the plane. But yeah. It was like a coconut with a little base on it to drink out of. Mm-hmm. Um, the food was good. Yeah. Very filling. What did you... I mean, we had... Like, there was, like, ube soft serve, but it tastes like vanilla. Yeah. So it I was pretty much... It. Pur- it, was <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty much purple vanilla ice cream. Which is weird, because the pineapple ice cream was... Tasted like sherbet. Well, it was, like, straight pineapple. Yeah, that too. was an absolute palate cleanser. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Um, so, we have another audio clip, because while we were having our buffet... The, they had live ukulele like, music. Ukulele guitarists yeah. were singing and taking requests, yeah. so we asked for the Lilo and Stitch Hawaiian roller coaster song. He was so impressive. We were not close to the speakers. Yeah, he was so good. <laughs> There's he was yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he messes up because he's like, I mean, he's doing a good job because yeah. he's just reading off of his phone while yeah. he was playing. At the very beginning, but this, he was this like, is like a tough song. Yeah. Like it's Hawaiian roller coaster ride for, for context is surfing. Yeah. In Lilo, in the movie Lilo and Stitch. Yeah. So it's like this really up pay, upbeat, like yeah. you know, high tempo type, type song. Yeah, and at the beginning of it too, and before like he riffing, started playing, you know? yeah, he was like. This is a hard song, guys. <laughs> and then he started playing and started singing. I was like, I didn't realize there were so many words to this song. Oh, yeah. It's like, like, yeah. It's like a chorus of, yeah. of like, kids, I think, mm-hmm. that sing that part. It but was great. They did so good. But and, we, and they took a few more. Few more. Well, they were all taking requests and shout-outs. And that was our buffet. And the final thing to wrap up our night was yeah, the, this is a good, the cultural convention. Essentially Capstone. It was... It was like a theater. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. essentially like a. Uh, do you call it amphitheater. a musical kind? It was. It was like an amphitheater yeah. for this. The whole park essentially, because it took you through yeah. the different Polynesian areas that they yeah. were representing. They put on a show, kind of like. There was like fire twirling again mm-hmm. and dancing on. Literally, mm-hmm. I wrote this in my notes. They were twerking on fire. <laughs> <laughs> that's not I'm not even that's, making that's his most literally what they part. were doing yeah they so, had fire on top of sand and then they had these grass skirts on like yeah these three guys yeah and they were just like they would put their skirt down on it and then they would like sit on it and bounce like on sort it. of hop yeah. over it the fire was still aflame mm-hmm. under them yeah the entire time yeah and it just did that over and, and over. And when he's saying he, they it's hopped really on it, it looked like they sat, like they put their butt on They it. just, like, sat on fire. <laughs> and they kept, then they would get up and it would still be on fire. Yeah. And you're like, okay, so that was burning the whole time. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah this, this is a very strange. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It, it's not that it was strange so much. I was like, wow. It was I very interesting. I can't believe they're doing this right yes. now. Um, yeah, so... It's essentially a story a of, of different dancing and stuff like that from the different Polynesian cultures of uh, essentially a coming of age and full circle of life kind of idea from yeah, a baby. Very, I would call to it like, like the circle of life story. Yeah, so they were just going through different stages of this man's life through different these different cultures, and that included mm. that <laughs> twerking on fire scene. <laughs> which, I forget which culture it was. It wasn't Tahiti, was it? No, it was Samoa, probably. It was probably Samoa. Samoa's totally yeah, <laughs> the they, fire twirling they like stuff. Fire. They love fire, and I love. I we also love fire. I like that watching was so, fire. I'm yeah, not touching it. They would like the one guy during fire twirling used his mouth to light the other side of the stick. Yeah. Like he would, he put fire in his mouth and then put that fire then on the other side of the stick to light it. It's crazy. 
I don't know how he did that. Because some of it is like, did I just see that right? Did yeah. that just happen? Yeah. But it was great. Like the fire stuff was the best part for sure. Yeah. And that was when we finally saw what the tah- whatever that Tahiti dance is. It, yeah, we described this earlier. Yeah. They shake their hips a lot. And they shake their legs a lot. I was Shakira. like, oh, this is intense. <laughs> no, it was tiring to watch because I was like, oh my gosh, it's very... I, you were I saying mean, their I hips were seizing, joking. their legs yeah. were seizing. That's what joking. it looked it's like. like. their bottom so half fast. of their body was seizing. Because it was so fast. Because their upper Such body didn't movements. look like that. Yeah. yeah. And they had the type of skirts or dresses that made... The, the accentuated their motions in their hips. Yeah. So it's very like, you know, those little bobble style mm-hmm. little The stereotypical hula girl that you hula see. Hula girl, right. But it's, yeah. I mean, obviously Chikiti. it's said is not actually doing hula dancing mm-hmm. in, in like a Hollywood sense that they are. But yeah. Yeah, it was a, it was a good show. Yeah. Um, I felt like after such a long day that made it feel even longer because <laughs> we're sitting like oh man this is going on, going on but with the way it ended with the fire and twirling and everything yeah i would i would say it was worth it yeah and even better knowing that like it they waited for dusk to do it mm-hmm. so then like it was night out and you could see some of the stars behind the amphitheater yeah so hawaii has been amazing yeah like the weather is pretty much perfect yeah even Other when it than rains sunburn, <laughs> even when it know. rains it's not that bad at least since we've been but it's here. like been max 85 degrees yeah with the sun out right yeah. so mm-hmm. it's been a great time so far yeah tomorrow's plans um and it's we got a few stops but from the sounds of it the first stop will be uh bianca sent this to us let me just look at my phone really fast First stop is a Byodo in Temple, mm-hmm. which I was looking at a book at the Culture Center, the Polynesia Culture Center, and it looks to be like a Japanese Kyoto style temple mm-hmm. with like a 16 foot Buddha in it or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. We'll, we'll see what it looks like in yeah. person. And then after that, we're going to like a botanical garden, mm-hmm. um, which I think is near cliff sides too. Just based on, I was looking at that book. Oh, okay, yeah. So that'll probably be very uh, scenic. There was a book that he's saw in the souvenir store, and he in was looking through it. In the ukulele store. Yeah, yeah, in the ukulele. They were looking out. Yeah. And then finally, there's like a waterfall park that we're going to go to. It's to a see. trail. To see the waterfalls. Yeah, which I'm excited for, too. Yeah. Any, all of these hikes I'm excited for. Yeah. Like, we're still talking about other hikes to come. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. But. But that be it. I feel like this is a good time Perfect. to call it yeah. <laughs> podcast. Anyone who's still listening, thank you for listening. Yes. <laughs> but right. we'll be back tomorrow, hopefully not as late. <laughs> Signing off. Should I just press this button again? Sure.